Urban Meyer suspended for not deliberately lying. As you know, Ohio State had its own investigators look into this matter. In the end, they said they don't believe Coach Meyer deliberately lied. The investigators also said at the same time they believe that Meyer and his wife communicated or had to communicate in some way about their concerns with Courtney Smith's allegations of domestic abuse. The investigators also found upon learning about accusations made by Courtney Smith in August from a report by Brett McMurphy that Meyer and a fellow football staffer discussed how to adjust the settings on Meyer's phone so that text messages from more than a year old would be deleted. When investigators examined Meyer's phone, they didn't find any more messages than a year old, but they also said they were unable to tell when Meyer adjusted the settings on his phone to get rid of older messages. My first thoughts were, at a minimum, you got to admit, Coach Meyer and the university seem shady as hell. Listen to this quote. While those denials were plainly not accurate, Coach Meyer did not, in our view, deliberately lie, lead investigator Mary Jo White said. Coach Meyer impressed us with his sincere commitment to the respect for women, a core value that he, he imposes and tries to instill in his players. If you listen to his press conference last night, if you listen to how he spoke in his tone, the one group of people that got ignored last night were women, especially women who are victims of domestic violence. Coach Meyer had a chance to come out of this at least being genuine, sincere, contrite, or even just human. And I think he failed. And I think the university failed as well. I'm not really feeling the idea that time will pass. He'll do his three-game suspension, and then it'll be business as usual. This will get swept under the rug. It'll move on. It'll fall to the back pages. And I hope that's not what happens. I hope that women, I hope that groups, I hope that all of us in any form of social media, be it podcasting or on the radio or TV, I hope we keep this discussion alive. I hope we don't let Coach Meyer be able to fade back and blend back in without being held accountable for his actions. Somebody needs to hold him accountable. I don't really think the university really did. But it's Thursday. It's Thursday. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm going to think about it because it's something that it needs to stay in our mind's eye. But I'm not going to dwell on the fact that Urban Meyer got over and I want to say in a shocking fashion, but I'm not really shocked. Having said all that, I was thinking about doing something with the NBA. We do a lot of matchups. We do a lot of one-on-ones, and we talk about different great players and great teams. How about this? How about we give some love to great defensive players? So I'm going to give you... My 10 greatest defensive players of all time, in no particular order, just 
my 10 greatest defensive players. First, I want to give my honorable mentions. So, an honorable mention, DJ Dennis Johnson, eight-time All-NBA, a member of the Boston Celtics, two championship teams, and just one of the great two-way players of all time. Shout out to Bobby Jones, great defender for the Sixers. Shout out to Michael Cooper. He and Bobby Jones, both eight-time members of the all-defensive team. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did not make my top 10 all-NBA defense in terms of greatest defensive players of all time, but he's number 11. He's right outside the top 10. Kareem is an 11-time member of the all-NBA defensive team. And you forget that he led the league in blocks on four different occasions. So with that said, this is my top 10 greatest players or greatest defensive players of all time in no particular order. So if you want to debate or give me your top 10 and you want to actually listen one through 10, that's cool. I'm just going off the dome who I think should be in the top 10. It's the best way to do it. I, I could read off of something, but then I don't feel natural. I'm doing it. That's not really my sway. So here we go. Um, Gary Payton, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, Ben Wallace, Matumbo, Clyde Frazier, Dennis Rodman, Hakeem Olajuwon, and of course, Bill Russell. Now with Bill Russell, obviously not old enough to have seen him play, but you know the history, you've read the history. He was the defensive linchpin on a Celtics team that won 11 championships. If you're the defensive heartbeat, of a team that won 11 championships, you're one of the greatest defenders of all time. And the reason why I say it's hard to like really know his impact in, ter in terms of numbers is because they didn't record blocks when Bill Russell played. So that's, that's one of those stats that as great as he was, he, he didn't reap the benefits of it. But he was a great defender and he deserves to be on this list. Hakeem Olajuwon is on this list because he won the Defensive Player of the Year award twice. And Hakeem, his ability to change ends of the floor was so underrated. The guy had, he, he ran the floor like a small forward. His ability to go end to end, and he could play in space, something that a lot of big men can't do because they lack the lateral quickness. That's why Hakeem's on this list. Dennis Rodman is on this list. Eight-time All-NBA defense, won the Defensive Player of the Year award twice. The most, or one of the most versatile perimeter defenders of all time. Actually, I don't even want to limit Dennis Rodman to a perimeter defender because Dennis Rodman could guard all five positions at an elite level. Arguably, the best perimeter defender of all time, but. If we were talking about the greatest defenders of all time, he's going to rank. I just don't know how high. Be, but remember, I saw him guard Olajuwon. I saw him guard David Robinson. I saw him guard Shaq. I saw him get into Lonzo Mourning's head. At the same time, I saw him lock down Magic, get into James Worthy's head. Dennis Rodman was that kind of defender. Clyde Frazier is on here, seven-time All-NBA defense. 
and one of the key components to a Knicks team that won two championships. Clyde Frazier, another tough, physical, tremendous perimeter defender. You know why Matumbo's on here, Deke's on here, because he won Defensive Player of the Year four times. The only other guy to do that is Ben Wallace, who's also won here. Both of them won Defensive Player of the Year four times. MJ's on here, great perimeter defender, tenacious, tenacious, vicious competitor, nine-time first-team All-NBA. He also won Defensive Player of the Year the same year he won MVP. Scottie Pippen, I put him right there with Dennis Rodman. I think Scottie Pippen could very well be the greatest defender of all time. If not, he's easily in the top three or four. Could guard every position at an elite level, just a tremendous defender. That's my top ten defensive players of all time in the NBA. Give me your top 10. We'll do another top 10, maybe tomorrow. I'm thinking we'll do top 10 greatest shooters of all time. And if I'm going off the top of my dome, which I like to do, this is my thing. The next one-on-one we do, I'm going to go one-on-one in their prime, check the ball up, top of the key, Allen Iverson, A.I., Versus Steph Curry. That's going to be an interesting one. Love to hear you guys' responses. That's going to be fun. The comments are always fun. It's a blast. H and I are going to do another show tonight. We're going to get into most overrated athletes of all time. That should be fun. Can't wait to get into that. We're also going to have Big Hove on. A.K.A. The Rev. Pac's going to be on there with us, so it should be a lot of fun tonight when we do the second show. Thanks for listening. Shout out to Anchor and shout out to Spotify and all the other sites that you can find our podcast on. Good, good looking out. It's Decipher. Next time.